This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. It's not often that we have hardware. Uh, joining us on Radio <laughs> Road, SB Nation, the We're one, the only MVP, Super Bowl champion, Joe Theismann, quarterback, Washington Redskins, everything. Joe, thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. What'd you, uh, what'd you have for lunch today? I haven't eaten yet. What? No, I had breakfast. How um, can- I, had, I had breakfast this morning at the hotel. Uh, and then I had to do a lot of running around the city. And once you start driving around Miami, mm. you just consider that part of your life. You, <laughs> you spend hours on the road getting around. And being over here in South Beach, it's different than me in downtown. So the causeway is just going to be a nightmare as we continue to go. So I'm actually pretty hungry right now. I mean, this, if this mic was made of something, I'd probably chew on like it. chocolate or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, but I, have a, I haven't eaten yet. Uh, What's your then your ideal meal when you're hungry? Actually, there's, a, there's an Italian restaurant here. Okay. I, my meal, my, my mother-in-law makes, and my wife actually makes great, fried chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes, and gravy. That's part that has been That has been my go-to meal ever since I was a little kid. I absolutely love that. I, mean, I could eat that seven days a week, but there's a little Italian restaurant right up, uh, not too far from here that I'm going to check out tonight. Okay. I, so uh, I'm going Italian tonight. I like it. So do you, do you take, I, I've thought, I mean, I don't know, it's my own perception that Super Bowl winners, when this week comes, it's, let me shine the rings, let me take them out, let me put them on, like you're posing with it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is it, you know, you, I feel like you probably wear yours all the time. I mean, I don't know how. I don't. I, would, oh, so do I you, only wear, I only wear mine. I do motivational speeches. Matter mm-hmm. of fact. I have a book coming out in June called How to Be a Champion Every Day. And um, I, I wear these when I do speeches. I do 70, 80 speeches a year. So I, I talk about the rings and the, the world championship ring and the NFC championship mm-hmm. ring, uh, you know, winning one and losing one, the difference. Um, but other than that, they stay in a safe and they travel with me in a very safe place. Uh, as Good I travel around, us, but, yeah. but no, I, you know, to be honest with you, I hit it on windshields. The, these things are cumbersome, yeah. you know, not that, not that I'm complaining. Somebody asked me once, they said, when, because of the size of the ring, they said, when did it become comfortable? I said, as soon as it cleared that knuckle, it nice. felt really, really good on my finger. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. I, and, it, and I think there are 30, there are 37 of us have won world championships of the 53. And of course there'll be a new one new member of the group coming up here uh, after this one with Jimmy and Patrick. That's a very special fraternity, certainly Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, um, and, and something that, you know, it kind of comes with you, kind of goes with you. Joe Theismann shows up to SB Nation Radio Row, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Does it bring back memories? You know, oh, yeah, Super all Bowl the time. Week? I, I, just looking at the banners. Matter of fact, you know, you, you sit under these banners. Ours, We're on the row here where uh, they have 
I think ours is right down the road, just a little bit, Super Bowl 17 and 18, just down the end. So being able to, to reflect on it, talk about some of the things mm-hmm. that happened during the game. The first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 17, we only had one week to prepare because it was a strike. Right. And so, and, and, and then it just was like a regular preparation. Traveled on Monday, Tuesday off, it's three days of installation, go bang, play. Um, we didn't have a bye back then. So I didn't have the two weeks off. You don't get used to it. Then we wound up with two weeks. I, I was overprepared. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go on Thursday. Man, I had a great practice on Thursday. Mentally, I felt I was there. And then after that, it just, just didn't feel comfortable. I just mm-hmm. lost it. And now what both coaches have done is they didn't give them the entire game plan. While right. they were home in Kansas City and San Francisco, you want to you want to keep them fresh. You mm-hmm. want to keep them chewing away on different things, something new, something exciting to look forward to, and and that's what it's all about. You build to the crescendo. Right. You don't all of a sudden get there on Thursday or Friday. You know, you don't want tomorrow's practice to be the best practice. That's a good point. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Um, in terms of you don't kind of don't want to peak too early. No, you don't. And especially with the week off, uh, is, has it been enjoyable to be in Miami and talk Super Bowl? I just got here. I got here a couple days ago, but but yeah, it's great. I love talking Super Bowl. And this is, this is a neat one because there's so many storylines, you know, and, and I was just with Brian Billick who made a great point. He said, you've got Andy Reid, sort of the more veteran coach who runs a wide open offense. You've got Kyle Shanahan, the younger coach, who runs a more school. conservative, old school kind of offense, and, and and then you've got so you've got them, you've got Patrick and, and Jimmy G, you have Kelsey versus Kittle, uh, you have the defensive line of the San Francisco 49ers, the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, the defensive line of Kansas City versus the running game of the of the San Francisco 49ers. Wonderful storylines everywhere in this game. Um, which team would you like to play for? If you had to play in a Super Bowl and you had to line up behind one of the Niners teams or Chiefs teams. Uh, the team I would like to, I'd like to play for the Redskins if I had to line up in a Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. I'd be honest with you. Um, we call Russ Grimm, get him out. Yeah, you know? call Russ, Joe Jacoby. Yeah. By the way, it's a shame Joe's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's also a shame Drew Pearson's not in the Hall of Fame. Well said. I cover the Cowboys. Drew, Drew, is, Drew, Drew is my wide receiver in high school. We've been friends forever. And I'll tell you something. He's the only member of the all-decade team that's not in the Hall of Fame, which – really is a travesty. I mean, it, it makes you look at the Hall of Fame and start to wonder why. Mm-hmm. Why why, and how can something like that happen? But um, I, I think that if, you know, I love playing with a team that has a great defense. People have asked me and said from a, from a quarterback's perspective, what is the most important thing or trait that a quarterback can have? Have a great defense. Sure. Because they'll get you out of trouble an awful lot. And they'll give you opportunities a lot. Yeah, and that was another thing. I looked at I looked at uh, Jimmy's stats and Patrick's stats. The perception is with the playoff games that Jimmy doesn't throw the ball very much. Patrick throws it all over the place. Patrick averaged 34 throws a game. Jimmy averaged 30. People forget about the Arizona game. They forget about the New Orleans game where it was in the 40s. They, who was, I, was, I just did serious radio with uh, Jimmy and Pat. Half of the games that the 49ers played in, they scored over 30 points. So we're not talking about a team that's, you know, it's 16, 17 points. This, is, this, can, this team can put it up as well. Yes. And I, I know the over and under is 51, but when you get to this game, 
It's always about defense. Yes. Well, so always about defense. You mentioned that, and people love to talk about, you know, best teams that never want it. And I, I feel like the 83 Redskins don't get brought up that much in that conversation. But on the subject of turnovers, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, a plus 46 turnover differential? Plus 43, I think. Wow. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the current numbers are. That's, I mean, yeah, that's going to be a if record. You get, it is. It'll be a record nobody will ever break. Right. I mean, it, probably – um, I'd say if you get to plus 18, 19 now, yeah. you're probably in the Super Bowl or pretty close. We were plus we were plus 43. Think of it. We were plus 42. Basically, we took the ball away from people three times Unreal. more in a game than we gave it up. I mean, we protected it. And that, that was probably the greatest team that would never get the recognition that it deserved because we lost the Super Bowl. I mean, had we had an opportunity to – I didn't play well. I you know, I just played like a dog. I mm-hmm. didn't play well in that game. We, uh, you had Marcus Allen ran 60 for a touchdown plus. We had a, bunt, a punt blocked. Cliff Branch caught a big play. And then uh, this interception. The Squire and, and play. That's, there's, there's 28 of the, thir- of the 38 that were scored. Well, I didn't mean to go down, you know, the wrong side of this fork. Obviously, okay. you, got, you get the right. <laughs> hey, yeah. I was in a Super Bowl. You're in two. But uh-huh. you know what? It, it, and that's the thing. I asked John Elway this one time. I was do, we were doing the ESPYS, and John uh, had played in San Diego against the Chargers, and that's where the Super Bowl was going to be played. Mm-hmm. So I said he'd won like he'd been to three Super Bowls, hadn't won. So I said the '97 so years, right? Okay. So I said, John, you know, how important is it winning a Super Bowl to you? He said, well, Joe, you know, I play in front of great fans, great organization. You know, we've been three times. I'm okay with, with it. Then I saw him after he won it. And I said, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you in November. Okay. Yeah. Could you have lived without winning the Super Bowl? God, no. Uh-uh, no way. So basically, it's a, human, it, it's, it's, it's a way to protect your soul and human nature by saying, no, nah, I'm okay by not winning it. But then when you do win it, it's like, man, there's no way I could have gone without this. Right. The feeling was unbelievable. Well, on the subject of the 49ers, that's what we saw from Steve Young a few years before that when he, you know, get the monkey right. off my back. I mean. Well, we uh, saw it with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, he can't win big games. And all of a sudden, unfortunately, that game was, you know, taken away from him. I covered the Falcons. And that so was, it yeah. was, it, yeah, it still hurts my heart. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, in, and it's interesting that Kyle's back. It is. Kyle has a yeah. chance to come back and sort of make amends for, you know, for everybody on that Falcon team. For, for I saw Arthur running. earlier. He's kind of John yeah. Elway, you know, in that moment, you know, what would it be like if you never won? You know, hey, man, you know, yeah. I'm in the NFL, but, you know, you ask him on Sunday night if they win, it's, you know, yeah. it's Different. a big deal. So, Different Joe, story. what are you doing with MedLiminal? Tell us. It's a company called MedLiminal, M-E-D-L-I-M-I-N-A-L. What we are basically is we're a medical cost containment company. For example, you look at a hospital bill. Do you have any idea what those charges are? It's astronomical. Uh, but, but I mean, do, do, you, do you know what they're charging you for? Oh, absolutely not. If you look not. at the itemized stuff, there's often stuff on there that exactly. makes and, no and sense. Exactly. Some things are compliant. Some things are non-compliant. So what MedLiminal does is we have this machine called an HCAT, and they feed everything into it, and then they have other medical people go through that information, and they check the medical bills. 90% of medical bills have overcharges in them. Wow. They, 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 the savings rate is anywhere between 17 and 49%. The wow. logo is a rhino, which means it's strong and grounded. I mean, Jim Napoli, who's the chairman of the company, did, uh, did that. Um, and he said he, want, he wanted a company that was going to be strong and grounded. He's our CEO. And to me, I, I wanted to be involved in it because it's socially conscious. How, how our parents, for example, they get a bill. You're not around to look at it. They have to pay it. Yeah. But they don't have any idea what they paid. 
I mean, it's it's billions of dollars. Yeah, it's kind of get hidden. And, and healthcare is one of those things that people don't talk about as an expense in your life that makes a difference in what you can and cannot do. Yes. I mean, you have your car, you have your house, and then you have your healthcare bills. So that's what Medliminal does. It's medliminal.com, M-E-D-L-I-M-I-N-A-L.com is where you can look it up on the website. Just send them the bill. Let them look at it. Yeah, and, and you know, look at it. I mean, God forbid, that's the kind of thing that you know you don't need until you need it. That's and, exactly right. And, and, and if that's you're being, rough. if you're being overcharged, then they'll tell you. If you're not, then okay, pay the bill. Yeah, it's not like you're trying to take money away from somebody. Sure. You're just trying to save the person money. That's what we do. That's uh, what we're all here to do. I mean, exactly. you know, you show up to Super Bowl cities to play in Super Bowls, win a Super Bowl, have a good time. Hopefully, the Italian food lives up to it. I think it will. I look like it. What are you going to order? Um, you know, I'm a I'm a Parmesan guy. Ah. Whether it's veal or chicken okay. with a little bit of side of pasta, have all to have a little a salad. Uh, Caesar, I'll, or, you know, I'll go with I'll with the house salad. Okay, no Trust onions. Okay. No onions. Never. My wife laughs at me all the time. If <laughs> I even if I look at an onion, she'll say, "Oh." You had an onion. I said, no, I didn't. She said, well, you must have looked at one. <laughs> Onions. Do you, do you get something that just stays with you? Garlic, uh-huh. onions. Onions stay with me. Yeah. If, I, if I was to touch an onion with my finger, I take forks and knives. It's, it's like it's a bug. I'm going to just take that little bug right off of there and put it someplace else. I, mean, I have to do that. I swear. I'm going to work on getting all the onions out of the Miami. I might get them out of Florida. You know, just, just I don't want take them. As long as I'm here. Get rid of them. They uh, they don't deserve to be here. Joe Theismann, thank you so much Great for joining you us. Thank we you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks at all for a lot. Take care. Bye bye. See you.